Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar and Laura Sturm. And welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Lara Sturm. And I'm Josh Rohr. Merry Christmas, everybody. Today, Merry Christmas. Today is uh, the 22nd, but we are releasing it on the 25th. So for all intents and purposes, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. I'm like, I wonder what the future me thinks right now. The future you thinks, hmm. <laughs> I should have trained three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to train, so... In your face, Josh Roar. In your face. <laughs> All I right. did get an amazing Christmas card from you today that said, don't stop believing with, you know, Santa on it, which was just like the perfect Christmas card from Josh yeah. Roar. And the irony, so the irony is we talked about Christmas gifts last week and you said how um, how gift certificates are are. Lame. stupid and lame and that's what I got you so <laughs> so you were like oh. no I, I I that just reinforced my decision to do that because <laughs> you know it's ironic well I just thought the year before there was I, the uh, UPS man like came to the gym and he had like this box that jingled like literally and he's like I don't know what this is in this box but it's jingling it's been jingling all day driving around and it was a foot tambourine. It was like the most random <laughs> yeah, thing right. I could freaking think of. And there was no clue of who it was actually from in there too, which is pretty good. Yeah. Well, that's because so. you, last year you got me this random, it was like an arm slinky. So I had yes. to get, I had to get something random. Back. No, actually that was two years ago now because uh, or was it was Yeah, it was two know. years ago. But anyway, you guys got me this arm slinky, which I love by the way, but it's so random. So I'm like, what is the most random thing I can get you guys let's go with a tambourine yes. and then i started searching and i'm like oh there's a foot tambourine even better <laughs> <laughs> nice You're here you welcome. go here you go so uh in a future episode you will talk about the gift that you received from me because it's going to be that awesome you correct oh you mean future gift or that foot tambourine because i can talk about the foot tam or not foot tam <laughs> the arm slinky uh no the future gift that's coming your way but the oh, arm slinky awesome. is pretty random. Okay. You still use it. Uh, you know, when we when we bought the new house, it kind of not sure where it went, but <laughs> I know it's around here somewhere. Happens. So when I find it, I will let everyone know. There you go. Yep. So, all right. Anyway, let's get on topic here. Uh, on topic. So we had a awesome five new followers on Instagram. Uh, Helena Krukowski, Will Johnson. Mason Mo Ali, Dione Denges, and David Huckleby. Thank you guys for following us. We appreciate it. Shout out. All right. So we have some um, news coming up for USA Powerlifting, which is pretty exciting when there's actually news. So there's four new divisions coming in 2021. That is correct. Uh, looks like we have the adaptive division. Uh, the para bench division, the MX division and raw with wraps division. So uh, some more opportunities for people that uh, want to compete. I am so excited about raw with wraps division. Yeah, I, I am think there would be so many people that would would do that if um, if that was an option. And now that it's an option. woohoo! Yeah. And I think 
I guess Amazing. my my uh my thoughts with it is it's almost like the gateway drug to equip lifting. Like, oh, exactly. just, just try these wraps out. I mean, it's not that really much different from raw, but you get to wear these wraps. Oh, now that you're wearing these wraps, why don't you just try this, you know, loose squat suit too? I mean, it's just a little bit more. Right. So that's, and then, uh, that's and then my, you're in full gear. Next thing you know, next thing you know, you're like, how'd I get here? <laughs> next thing you know, someone's tricking you into putting on a bench shirt. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's definitely going to happen. But I do think it's, you know, I guess from a personal standpoint, like I know a lot of people that, you know, like squatting with knee wraps and, you know, some have actually gone other places to, than USA powerlifting so they can compete raw with wraps, even though our open division, uh, you could just compete with, you know, wraps with other lifters that are wearing gear, but, you know, people want that specific division. So that's kind of, you know, props to USA powerlifting, I think for kind of coming up with some of these divisions that, you know, maybe there aren't a lot of people that, that want to compete there, but there are enough that it was worth, you know, looking into. And, mm -hmm. and I think it'd be good. So. Yeah. That's awesome. I kind of sat there for a second and went, Oh, I could just do wraps. Oh, but I kind of like a loose squat suit for support. Oh, if you like a loose squat suit for support, and you're back to where you were. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, well. Sound like a good idea. Yep. Well, and then I know in 2021 with some new divisions, some um, records are going to be retired. Uh, well, retired would be just the old women's weight class. Um, the new divisions will have new records that can be set. I know, but it's the records. I don't know what you're saying. You're going to have to elaborate. The, the records are getting the old division records would be retired would they be translated at least into the new division to start with so there's no there's no divisions being retired just the 72 kilo weight class these are adding divisions not taking divisions away true okay never mind math is hard math is hard yeah. it's really really hard <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not saying on top of uh all these things going on with the new weight classes and all that stuff. Cause I'm just like, mm, so the, the only, the only, the only weight mm -hmm. class change, the only weight class change I think we talked about before is the, the women's 72 kilo class is going away and it's being replaced by the 69 kilo and 76 kilo. So that's, so the women's 72 kilo class is the only one that's quote unquote going to be retired. The rest are, you know, our new divisions or weight classes. So Cool Good stuff. Good talk. Good talk. <laughs> All right. So what else is going on in the powerlifting world? Uh, so the only other thing, there's a, a new meet that just popped up today. Uh, it's going to be, I believe, February. Let me look up the calendar here because I don't want to say the wrong date. Sunday, February 21st. It's going to be the Georgia Winter Classic in Sewanee, Georgia. Um, so that one just popped up on the calendar today. Um but also when it, when that popped up, the Georgia state meet disappeared. So I think that's still a TBD of when that's going to be. So uh, I guess the next one in Georgia is February 21st and everything else is TBD, but hopefully we'll be, have some news on that soon and get that out to everybody. So uh, I guess just for further clarification, if anybody has any questions about the four new divisions, uh, there is a write-up on usapowerlifting.com that has a lot more 
of the details and specifics. And there's also a, a Q and a uh, page that you can look at where people have asked questions and they've been answered. Um, and then in terms of the upcoming meets in Georgia, you can always check out usaplgeorgia.com and there's a list of those events as well. Awesome. And you said that was in Swanee. Yep. So North side. North side, same place they had the, it's a, uh, I believe no excuses CrossFit, the same place they had the, uh, uh, whatever that meet just was. I can't remember. Um, what was it called? Yeah. The don't remember either. Ho Sewanee Holiday Havoc. That's what it was. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, got it. So Very nice. Cool. Let's get to the, the powerlifting situation here because I've been excited for this one. The powerlifting situation. Da, da, da. All right. So you can choose one of the following characters from one of the following Christmas movies to be a powerlifter. All right. Who would make the best powerlifter? A, Buddy the Elf from the movie Elf. I think he'd be a pretty good powerlifter. Or B, Ernest P. Worrell from Ernest Saves Christmas. Never saw it. The guy's kind of crazy, what? though. I know I never saw it. So uh, apparently that's one of your favorite movies. And um, I, I don't I know who Ernest is, but that's about it. Number uh, Choice C, Clark W. Griswold from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. One of the best movies ever made. And it is, um, it's a great movie. He's kind of psychotic too. He would, psychotic people make kind of good powerlifters. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's true. Um, or choice D, Scott Calvin from the Santa Claus. Okay. Hmm. Who would gonna, make the best powerlifter and why? I'm going to give you my in-depth analysis here. So just at first glance, uh, Buddy the Elf and Clark W. Griswold are kind of tall, lanky guys. So I would steer away from them just on the surface uh scott calvin which is played by tim allen is kind of a shorter not short but shorter and a little bit more stocky so he's kind of in the running ernest p Worrell, he's kind of a he's kind of a shorter like skinnier like scrappy type guy um which i'm going to tip my hat to ernest p Worrell. i'm going to say he would make the best the best uh power lifter, but I'm going to go into a little bit more detail and actually read a couple of the comments that were on the team or Instagram about this, um, because there were some other good arguments made. So I will make those arguments on their behalf first, uh, but then I'm going to seal the deal with my argument. So, um, ironworks SG on Instagram says Clark Griswold. Uh, and the reason is dedication. He's committed to having, no, no, I'm sorry. Let me start over dedication. There's different categories of the argument here. De dedication he committed to having a good old-fashioned christmas and saw it through he showed the ability to meticulously stick to a plan for a delayed result in parentheses christmas lights fiercely competitive see the opening scene of that movie where he's he's like racing racing a semi-truck basically mm -hmm. uh mental preparation he practiced visualization techniques the swimming pool scene that's Kind of funny because he's seeing the lady in the bikini out in the swimming pool that he's going to build um and great support system everyone needs an ellen in their life so that is the, of the four movies listed that's definitely the or the four characters listed that in my opinion that's that's the best argument that was made on the instagram okay uh there was another argument made for a write-in choice c john mclean from die hard 
there is also a very good uh, argument there, but I'm not going to read that one. That was by Coach Zach Cooper. Um, I, I agree with his analysis, but I'm not going to I'm not going to read it because that was not one of the four choices. So, <laughs> so, eh. Eh, but you guys can check out uh, Team Roar on Instagram and read it for yourself. Um, so, getting into my argument. All right, we already said. Uh, Clark Griswold and Buddy the Elf are too tall uh, to be, if we're talking about the best competitive lifter. Um, not to say they couldn't be, but if we're picking somebody based off of, you know, our checkoff sheet, I'm going to, I'm going to check them off. Um, my, my runner up personally would be Scott Calvin from the Santa Claus because he's kind of a, you know, let me back up. Let me go through some analysis, more analysis, Buddy the, but Buddy the Elf, like, he's a super happy go lucky guy, like doesn't get too upset ever. Um, pretty always positive, which is a good quality, but sometimes you need to be able to flip that switch and just kind of go to that dark place. And I don't think he's capable of doing that. Um, Clark W Griswold. I think he does have that switch where he gets really pissed off and can kind of just go ballistic. Oh, but- he, he kidnapped the boxes uh, when he didn't get his, you know, his bonus. So technically he didn't, that was cousin Eddie. Oh, that's right. Cousin that, Eddie did. But actually, he was in on it. So he was, you know, psychotic enough. Kind of. He said it, but I'm not sure he really meant it. So that's, that's why I say, I'm not sure that he, he can flip the switch, but I'm not sure he can really flip the switch when it matters. Cause he can talk a big game, but when it comes down mm. to it, I don't know that he would like, I don't think, I don't think Clark Griswold would have actually went out and kidnapped his boss. Like, mm, probably not. And you know, that's a line he just wasn't willing to cross. And I guess maybe that's my reason for saying he's not quite ready to, to flip that switch to be the psycho that you need to be. <laughs> this, this, I thought a lot about this. Can you tell? I, I can tell. Yeah. Okay. Scott Calvin right from the, from the Santa Claus. Um, I think just based on his stature and his build, he could, he could be, but mentally the mental side of it, I, I'm not sure because you know, he basically, you know, nothing against working in a desk job, like a lot of great power lifters work at a good desk job and that's perfect. But I don't ever, I haven't ever seen him get really mad. Not that you need to be able to get mad, but I'm not sure that he has that switch to flip either. Like when push comes to shove, maybe, maybe not. I, I don't feel like there is enough. And I, I actually recently watched Santa Claus one, two, and three. Um, just to get a little more insight on, on this conversation here. Because um, of this? Uh, I, no, but I'll, I'll pretend that was the reason. Oh, okay. All right. Um, that may have sparked this, this thought process though. Um, but the reason I would, and nobody else agreed with me on this on Instagram, but the reason I would pick Ernest P. Worrell is because the dude has some loose screws. Okay. So he's one of those guys that, you might tell him to do something or, you know, do this training program. He's not going to know any better to not do it hundred percent because everything he does is just kind of half, half hazard, like full go. And, you know, it gets into some situations where, you know, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think. So I, I'm trying to think of all the earnest movies too, and I'm trying not to intermix them because I know they're all, all different, but you know, there's a scene in, in uh, Ernest Saves Christmas where he's got a truckload of snakes um, because he's got to create a, I can't remember the exact scene, but basically 
you know, he's pretending to be this snake farmer uh, to sneak this person into this place. I, I think to sneak Santa Claus in. Anyway, I don't want to ruin the movie for you, but basically just without, you know, he pulled, picks up a snake and, you know, he's terrified of snakes, but he just is able to flip the switch, pick up the snake and act like he's a snake farmer and he tosses it back in the truck and acts like this real big tough guy. Uh, so I think he's got that just crazy enough side of him that he can flip the switch quote unquote uh, to go to that place to do whatever he needs to do. Um, combined with the fact that he's a little bit shorter, you know, most likely a lighter weight class guy just cause he's kind of a, a smaller dude. So I think, uh, I think he's got some of the intangibles to, to make a very good power lifter. You've thought a lot about this. <laughs> I'm a little scared. Yeah. So I just saw this question as I was reading it basically. Um, and I would go with buddy, the elf. Okay. For a couple of reasons. Um, there are some tall powerlifters that do just fine. There are. So I'm not going to go down that because Buddy is really special because he grew up in the North Pole as, you know, the different guy. And he was okay with that. Right. So he's pretty special. He also believes and that power belief changed things for him. And I think with his power belief, he could be a world champion powerlifter. You know, that's a good argument that I can't really dispute. Because the ah. power of belief is huge, and you're right. Huge. He's uh, of anybody on that list, he's the one that has it. He believes, and and I can just picture him going deadlifting, deadlifting, my favorite. <laughs> so, yes. How's he go? I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Let's try. Uh, you're on to my stupid trick. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Um, we're going to move on to the new lifter tip, and I like yeah. this. This is so true. Approach putting on a squat suit the same way you approach a road trip with a six-year-old. Do you need to go to the bathroom? You sure. You should try to go anyways, because once we leave, we're not stopping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so true. Yep. Although I have devised a way that I can go to the bathroom with a tight squat suit on. And it doesn't employ wetting myself. I'm going to, let, let's, please, please describe how you do this. You got to peel it down just enough. <laughs> I've done this many times, actually, because I have the tiniest bladder. And every time after I put on a squat suit, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my God, you're kidding me. I just went, oh, I have to go. I can't squat. Oh, yeah. So you peel it down just enough. And then you peel it right back up. You just leave it where the legs are. Have you ever not peeled it down far enough? I have never peed on myself, no. Gotcha. Or on the suit that I know of. <laughs> that, you, that you know of. <laughs> that I know of. I mean, it might be at one point you help me get it on, you're like, oh, shit. She peed all over this, and you never told me. It could could have happened. Uh, I, I, I would have told you, trust me. <laughs> like, yeah, I am not the guy. Find someone else. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, so think, true, I think, yeah. Every time people get, to, not every time, I would say there's a good amount of time people get the suit on and they're getting ready to do their first warm up in this suit. And they're like, Hey, do I have time to go to the bathroom real quick? I'm like, how, why real didn't you, go, why yeah. didn't, yeah. First of all, real quick, isn't going to happen. Second of all, why didn't you go right before you put the suit on third? Like we're getting ready. It's timing wise to do a warm up. Like, shouldn't you have thought about this beforehand? So, uh, this seems 
I like comparing it to a six-year-old because yeah, in some aspects, that's kind of what it seems like. Like you just get your suit on, you're ready to go. And then you have to stop and go to the bathroom. Yeah. So, so true. Yeah. And, you know, I always said I'd never get involved with some kind of sport that requires you to wear like, um, I don't know, a diaper basically. Cause there's some sports like uh, dry suit diving uh, that my husband does that requires him to rig himself up so he can pee. And uh, I was like, ah, I'd never do that because, oh wait, yeah. I got involved with a sport that, yeah, yeah. enough said. Yeah, I don't believe that you ever said that. So <laughs> based on knowing you, it just seems like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't add well, up. Well, to do dry suit diving as a woman, it's just way, you know, mm -mm. I don't, okay, so I'm completely naive to dry suit diving. So you're going to have to explain why you say that and what that even is. Well, in a wetsuit, you can pee yourself and you're in a wetsuit. People pee themselves in a wetsuit all the time. Yeah, it's just like if you're in a lake, you pee yourself right. in a lake. Right, like you're going to pee. Okay. Dry suit, you actually want to stay dry because it's cold. And A, I don't like the cold. So I almost want to wear a dry suit no matter when I'm diving. But with the men, yeah, they wear a um, condom catheter, basically. So, so with a they, woman, there's no way to do that. So they do get to, pee. so guys do get to pee without, mm -hmm. or peeing they can themselves. wear a diaper. Dude, we should get like, I want one of those just for like everyday life. So I don't have to get out of my desk or when I'm taking a road trip. <laughs> you totally can. They're cheap. Huh. I'll, I'll have Dan hook you up and send you a link. <laughs> it involves a little bit of glue though. Ooh. Just saying. All right. So that was a great change. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's pretty normal. There you go. So let's move on to Josh's meat songs. All right. So for squat number two, what's your go-to? All right. We said squat one last week, squat two this week. Uh, again, two songs to choose from. Song number one, if I'm already feeling it pretty good, is Adrenaline Road of the Gypsy, which it's not a real popular song, but if you've ever seen the movie Iron Eagle, it's one of the uh, main songs of that movie. And that's kind of where I heard it the first time. And I thought, man, this kind of, kind of gets me. Um, and that's, that's more of an, the emotional song for me. Um, so there, there's a lyric in there that says um, it, uh, let's see, how's it go? There, there's a couple of different lyrics that kind of get me, but the one that I always scroll to, like if I just need that extra little emotional surge um, is it's been 20 long years and the fire's still burning. But the way they sing it, just kind of like, I don't know, I'm tearing up right now a little bit thinking about it. It's a great song. I recommend everybody go check it out. I will have to. I'm not, not familiar with that song. Yeah, it's great. Um, the link the link to it will be in the description of the podcast here so you guys can check it out. Uh, the second song is Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me, uh, which is from The Breakfast Club. Great song. Yep. A great song so those are my two for second attempt that's where it's kind of you know we're, we're taking it up a notch but we're not we're not ready to to go ballistic yet so you don't want to go crazy just yet just yet yep so. so when you listen to these songs at a time where say you're not at a meet i can't i don't right i was that's what i was gonna ask if you yep. can i can't because like talking about it right now like I'm, I'm getting chills like just talking about it it's not even playing oh. so it's one of those, like, I can't do it. Hmm. Um, there's, 
there's like two songs that I, I really can't listen to because I start getting like a physical reaction. Like I'm about to. Yeah. yeah I, I can't explain it fully, but yeah, it's, it's just like, you can't, I can't do it now. Mm-hmm. A couple that, so as we get into this later, like I have a couple, like a couple, like, like my third, and we're not going to give anything away, but like my third attempt deadlift songs and my third attempt squat songs, those are actually songs that I can listen to if I'm like super hype or like dancing or, or super drunk, I guess. <laughs> but it, but in general, they're a little bit or too much. Dancing too and much. super drunk. Right. They, they usually go, they usually go hand in hand. Um, yeah. So. And I gotta say, I'm, I'm looking at your list and I'm not going to give anything away, but um, I, I don't see any foreigner. Well, if you notice, I haven't filled out bench three yet. Oh, okay. All right. So um, because I'm okay. trying to make my final decisions on on what I'm gonna put there because mm. most of these attempts, there's actually a third or fourth song that is an option, but I'm trying to go with the most commonly ones that I use, most common ones that I use. Mm. So there's yeah. some surprises here. Yeah. I like it. Okay. And this has been top secret. Everybody's asked me for a very long time, and I've never actually told people what I'm listening to at the meet. Mm when I'm lifting. So this is a closely guarded secret, closely guarded secret. But now I'm just like, yeah, you know what people, people can know because who really cares probably. So. <laughs> well, and Hey, it's Christmas. It is Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Merry Christmas. And you know, this year has been a, a pretty different one and next year this probably going to be pretty different too. Yeah. Hopefully um, things will be, I mean, I, I do, I do think that by this time next year, we will be over the hump for sure. Um, knock on wood. Um, yeah. So hopefully by then things will be like starting to look, look up and, and I guess be on its way back to how things were before. Well, in any case, um, whatever our new normal is, I'm super grateful for um, all the opportunities I've had and super glad to be here. Nope. So same. So yep. Woohoo. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy New Christmas. Year. Happy New Year. We actually, so our next episode after this will actually come out on New Year's Day. So, oh, um, so it'll be a new year. So it'll be a new year. This is our, oh, this is our last podcast of 2020. Yay. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. It's like, I want to get a t-shirt. This is I survived 2020. But well, then I feel like yet. it's going to jinx it. Yeah. You, you, right? right. I haven't survived you, it yet. You right. want to make sure you actually have survived. <laughs> 2020 oh, before shit. you get the shirt <laughs> next week we're getting shirts i i didn't survive 2020 and all i got was this shirt that said i did yeah that that's the ultimate irony that would be that would be the ultimate 2020 like kicking the junk that, that's just that just added you ended in a sad tone now no i'm gonna bring it back so this is shifting okay. gears completely but uh and probably you don't care about this at all but Basically, uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to the Cleveland Browns. Um, they have been my team forever. Uh, they have not clinched a playoff berth yet, and I'm hoping I'm not jinxing this here, but uh, they have reached 10 wins for the first time since like uh, 2007. Um, they haven't made the playoffs since 2002. So I'm really hoping this is our year. Uh, diehard Browns fan here. Everybody criticizes me when they find out about it. Uh, so I'm not going to apologize for being a Browns fan because I rode with them through all the 
decades of losing. So if, if the so season, saying this would be a Christmas miracle, this would be, this would be on par for 2020. If, if the Browns made the playoffs in 2020, that would just be like the ultimate. And I even said that before the season, I'm like the ultimate 2020 Super Bowl would be like the Cleveland Browns versus the Detroit lions. Um, Cause both historically, both of them have, have done very, very bad. So, and then it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, the lions haven't, they're not going to make the postseason. Um, and the Browns haven't made it yet, so I can't jinx it there, but we're hoping. All right. Believe, Josh. I believe. Do. Believe Don't land. Don't stop believing. It's, it's believe land. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. I'm glad you brought it back. Yep. All right. All right. Well, guys, uh, once again, hope you guys had a, have a very Merry Christmas. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, PL Ballads Podcast. Shoot us an email, plballadspodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, we are live streaming this podcast on our Instagram page, PL Ballads Podcast, every week. So check our check our uh, page and find out when that's going to be so you can be online and chime in with your comments and questions. Thanks again, guys. Merry Christmas. Awesome. Happy New Year. See you next year. Bye now. Bye now. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends.